May my words and your thoughts be acceptable to God, who is our strength and our salvation. Amen. Well, you know, the, uh, the role of John the Baptist in St. Luke's Gospel is rather like that of the warm-up act to the main show. The main show being brought to us by Jesus. And St. Luke tells us that John proclaimed the good news to the people. In previous weeks, we've thought about night and day we pray and sharing the gospel. And the challenge for us today is just how do we proclaim the good news to the people with whom we live and work or study? Most of the people we know do not come to Trinity Church or join us on Zoom on a Sunday morning. So where are they? We meet them in the neighborhood or at work or at school. We can pray for them night and day We can share the gospel with them, but where are they when it comes to sharing the gospel? In the time of John the Baptist, people were aware of God, but they seemed to be in a wilderness of life, unsure of what they were supposed to do. Now in our day, most people know about the main show brought to us by Jesus, but still often they find themselves in a wilderness of life. For us all, life is full of difficult challenges. And I often wonder just how people get by without a life shared with Jesus. But there are some ideas in the gospel reading this morning that will help us think about what we can do to be like John the Baptist. Now, don't get worried, you haven't got to wear camel's clothing or um, belts around your middle and eat locusts, you could do any of that. But can we be the Jesus warm-up act for the people that we know. Now to help with these ideas, I've recruited three present-day John the Baptists. Pamela, Jan, and Manju. They're going to give us a flavor of how John the Baptist's advice can be made good for people today. In the reading, people asked John what they should do, and he gave them some good advice. So when people ask us about our faith, 
We need to understand where they're coming from and make sure that our answers proclaim the good news to them. Pamela. I like to have some visual aids. Um, I'm doing the first question, which was asked by the crowd. The crowd, first of all, asked, and I think, in a sense, we're all the crowd. Um, and, and the answer is actually quite simple. He said, if you've got two shirts, share with somebody who hasn't got any. And if you have food, give to people who don't. And actually, um, I don't know about the rest of the Netherlands, but Eindhoven actually makes this very easy for us to do because they come to our doors and they drop bags through our letter boxes and they say, fill it with clothes. And so we can actually, in a very practical way, start filling the extra surplus that we have. And we have a lot. We've just had center class. We're about to have Christmas. We're going to have toys. We're going to have loads of food. We're going to have probably new clothes. And so we can actually give clothes to those who are in need it, right in our doorstep. And we can just leave it outside and someone will even come and pick it up for us. But we can be gospel leaders in this as well. So we can actually go a step further. We can give to organizations worldwide who also support feeding and clothing hungry children, hungry adults, vulnerable people, refugees. There's, there's no end to what we can do. And our little bit seems so small, but it actually makes a big impact. And the other one, of course, is food. And I only learned this week that you can go to any of the major supermarkets and you can actually buy a little food bank card and it gives a little package of food already lined up so it's all preserved there's no things that will perish and it goes to people who need to eat and society here has actually set it up in a very christian way already but we can be the trailblazers demonstrating by our love and our actions and sharing the gospel in this way so that's my response to john's question to the crowd coming back no is it, is it jan next the next uh, slide please thomas the next group of people that came to john the baptist were the tax collectors not very popular in those days and they asked John to be baptized. And they also asked the question, what should we do? And John said to them, collect no more than the amount prescribed for you. Well, we still have tax collectors today, don't we? If you look at this, you might recognize that letter heading and it usually comes to you in that famous, or should I say, infamous blue envelope. We all know that when it falls on the doormat. And it can be about tax that you have to pay. It can be also about tax that you get back, so you never know what's in it. But if you look at it, in the recent years, thousands of people in this country were very much in fear of these blue envelopes. 
Following the so-called Social Security Supplements Act, or in Dutch, the Kinderopvangtoeslagenwet, many people had to pay back thousands of euros because the tax collectors acted as the tax collectors in John the Baptist's time. The tax collectors lost sight of human treatment and called honest people fraudulent. Even the highest court in this country, the Raad van State, has apologized for this. So we went wrong in this country, but we have come back. There was a wrong mentality. There was a problem with institutional integrity, but we came back to it and people get compensation although it lasts a while. That was the story of the tax collectors. So among the crowds, another set who comes to be baptized or to, to listen to John the Baptist are some of the soldiers they as well ask the question, what should we do? They probably believe in God or, as Malcolm said, is aware of God and want to do right, but operate day to day in an irrational and logically inconsistent manner. And John asks them not to extort money by threats or false accusation and to be content with their wages. So who are our equivalent soldiers in this day? And I need my assistant. Don't worry, nobody will be hurt in this production except my son. <laughs> so we have bullies in our school who take things by force, who make fun of others, we have colleagues who dump their work on us or who steal our ideas and take credit for it. Perhaps not evident, so, so evident in this country, but there are police <laughs> and officials who take bribes. So how do we proclaim the good news to them? God's word through John calls for repentance, and repentance is where salvation begins. There is no understanding of the gospel without understanding of sin and repentance. They too are able to live in love and peace in the position that they have in this world if they receive the good news. Well, thank you to uh, Pamela and Jan and Manju. They've shown that each of us can look back to John the Baptist and admire his advice. People back then, they knew about God, but they did need advice as to how to turn their knowledge into action. 
And in our society today, people know what are the right things to do. This is shown in the fact that governments around the world have provided many rules to make sure that people know it's wrong to be selfish or greedy or bullying. For instance, we could point to the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, which is a very Christian-inspired development in modern life. But even so, people do find that life remains a challenge. It is like they're in a wilderness of life, wondering what they should do. And each of us deals with the challenge of life by our faith in God, who has shown his love for us through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. We're the ones who have found that there can be peace in life as we live in the Spirit of God. And you know, people around us, around you, they see this. They wonder what you're on. They want a bit of it. And that gives the opportunity to proclaim the good news of our faith in Jesus. So our job is to share this faith with the people around us. Every one of us is a potential John the Baptist, pointing out to people that they do know the right thing to do and pointing to our faith in Jesus. So we, we need to study the role of John the Baptist. We need to practice being the warm-up act pointing to Jesus as the main event. In this way, we bring Jesus to life stage and we tell the good news for the people we know in our neighborhood, in our workplace, or at our school. The people we know often find themselves in a wilderness of life and they will benefit when we proclaim the good news to them and show that they too are very close to the kingdom of God. <laughs>